This is it. This is the Unhonorable Woman podcast. This world was sort of becoming more and more prescribed to us. Society has a perception of what it is to be the perfect woman. Redefining what your honor is. The undoing of how society sees an honorable person. Collectively, like, learn more about ourselves. Smash these myths. I want to be that person. Hello, welcome back to the Unhonorable Woman. This is episode one. Yeah, thank you for coming back. Thank if you, you are for listening. coming back. Yes, this is all about society. We've titled it "A Society, Just an Opinion." We've even asked this question on our socials. Um, I think it's a really stimulating question, and I also think it's really important because society is the thing that we live in. Hundred percent. Even if we don't exactly know what it is society rules so many perspectives and opinions and absolutely like outlooks and like everything yeah and i love this question because i just feel it's really important to challenge these ideas so that we can start that waking up process yeah we can actually realize like there's this palpable thing that we live in that's defining us some of the time most of the time and if we wake up we can actually define it kind of thing yeah but it's it's important to ask like how do you see society like have we even thought about that i think so many people talk about society society this society yeah. that and they don't actually beg the question what makes up a societal opinion is it a law is it an opinion, an opinion. right you know there's so many different versions and we may all see it differently i mean yeah for myself i see society as just a collective opinion one person that maybe has a little bit more power a little bit more knowledge will give an opinion and those that maybe feel like they don't know as much or don't have the right to say anything will kind of just go along with that opinion so it kind of gets decided for them yeah because they haven't decided about it exactly yeah amazing so let's jump into the conversation uh we've got some important questions here today um so laurie why don't you tell us like a little bit about what you think of i don't know how we arrived at this point to talk about society like was there a moment in your life that you can remember feeling damn yeah i think for me it's always been like even if I think about when I was in high school and some of my (laughs) friends if they're listening are going to laugh at this but the way that I used to see things or like ask different questions like they started calling me like philosophical Lorenzo (laughs) (laughs) they were just the way that I I yeah the way that I used to see things maybe was a little bit different um or less known yeah yeah less known maybe less appreciated um but I think you know, you kind of get these cues. And it's not like I felt less than in high school at all. Like my maybe, Or that they were less than if oh they yeah, did. Because no, we're all different at, all. at that stage yeah. anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're kind of still trying to figure out who you are Absolutely. when you're in high school. Yeah. Um, and so I think for me, it was then that I kind of realized, okay, mm. um, we kind of all just go along like, you know, the popular girl might have an opinion, cool, it's the opinion. Do you know what I'm saying? And but. so, like, not a lot of people challenge. Just that, like, that's an example. Uh-huh. Um, mm. And I think, again, when I started my business, it kind of, I could tell a few of my friends maybe weren't so on board with the idea. And that's totally okay. 
if you know they didn't want to support me or they maybe didn't quite understand why I was doing this Mm. or didn't see the vision of the success that I did Mm. and I think within that there was kind of this you go to varsity you get a degree you go and get a job because Uh, it's a steady like paid income that's also a safe yeah, it's a it, well, it's, it's a not safe to say stepping ladder, like yeah, in life. But it's not to say that those that have done that, there's anything wrong with that. No, because you, you know? can be outgoing within within that within the structure yeah. and be like you can break so many boundaries within the structure. Yes, but I just chose a different path, right? You know, yeah. And so I think there again, it was a thing of you kind of going against you swimming upstream. You're going yeah. against what everyone else is doing. You're going against society's perspectives mm. and opinions. Mm. And so I think those two moments in my life have kind of led me to question what society is and also believe in myself that society's op- opinion isn't the only opinion to follow, you know, and yeah. finding yourself and standing up for yourself yeah. and like along the way with growing my business, I had to stand up for myself possibly against society's opinion sometimes with it yeah not to say that society's opinion is always wrong but no and I think that's like when you are like there's the structure right of like you finish school and then you go to university and then you get a job and then da 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 like I still think that it's not about it's not that you're wrong for following a typical path even if it's safe or not safe I think it's more about like how awake you are in whatever you're doing like I heard this thing where it's not about it's just about how like happy you are or like okay not okay but like grateful in this situation that wakes you up and then from there your energy dictates what other opportunities happen right so I think it's like how are you breaking boundaries within that structure because there is a reason why that structure is safe. There's a reason why there's a collective opinion 100%. about things. I, th- I think because there's such a great success rate at doing things a certain way. Yeah. Like, you, you can predict an outcome, right? Yeah, it's easier things. to predict an outcome. Yeah. It's a, like a job security. Yes. You know, you feel one feels safer and so your life is less filled with stress. Yes. Less filled with risk. But for me, I also see, and maybe this is just me personally, I take that risk, but I also can see a bigger reward at the end of it. Right. You know? To like go the, the own way. Yeah. Maybe like it's going to be hard for a few years yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. But I would rather yeah. experience that now. Yeah. And go through that pain and, and build my life now. Mm. Then turn around and say, I wish I'd done that. You know, like doing this podcast for me. I was yeah. thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. It's like a bucket list item for me to yes. do a podcast. And I'm so excited mm. and happy that we are doing it because I don't want to turn around when I'm 50 and say, oh, I wish I'd done a podcast. Amazing. I wish I'd verbalized the thoughts that were in my head, mm. you know? Mm. Mm. So, and you, like, how do you see society? When did you think or realize how society was impacting you? Mm. You know, or rec- like recognizing that society people don't think about society as much. They kind of just go with the flow. When did you kind of pick up on um, the recognition of society? Yeah, I would say it was definitely like later in, in high school um, where I started to build this really like um, beautifully intimate 
connected relationship with myself. Like I remember staying up late at night, writing or journaling. I didn't even know that was something I would end up studying, um, like creative writing. But I did that and I practiced that. And I think the closer I got to me, the more I realized I had a decision or a choice in how I viewed the world. And that approach, like, kind of woke me up a little bit to see where there are people who haven't experienced that connection yet. And yeah, I don't know. There's so many moments I can recount in my life where it all to do even with stereotypes, like Mm -hmm. the one that comes to mind, I'll just share it. Like um, after university, I remember I cut my hair super, super short. And I remember the one day I was coaching and after coaching, I went to the Trader Joe's and I walked up to the teller and I was wearing like a cap and had all my sports kit on. And I remember he was like, okay, next, uh, sir, you can come. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like such a big stereotype. Yeah. But you look really chic with that hair. uh, Thanks. (laughs) But for me, like I wasn't angry or upset. It felt weird because I wasn't, I was being me. Right. But I feel like people who are like more sensitive to that or awake would tell, I don't know, that's like a whole other topic. So, um, but again, it was this idea that when you look a certain way or you do things a certain way that you, you fitting in or you not breaking the mold or, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. 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 So how do we actually feel about society? You know, I think that's a question we need mm. to ask ourselves as well. Are we wanting to change society or mm. are we wanting to be ourselves within society mm. unchanged? Mm. You know, because if you yourself within an unchanged society, you're still going to come up against questions and you know different battles and all of that so yes. I think when trying to redefine your life you need to ask yourself that mm. question and I love that you say when you are yourself you're going to come up against the challenges and it can be quite discouraging to yeah. be yourself and then to not be received well for being who you are yeah absolutely it's like why am I wrong for being me kind of thing yeah but I do think that that's what an unchanged society needs is more people feeling uncomfortable yeah and I, because it's not it's not dangerous to be uncomfortable it's dangerous to remain like consistent with this like moving ocean of everyone doing the same thing the whole yeah. time right like i think that's what's dangerous so i feel it's dangerous to stay in your comfort zone yes and also like you don't I, f- I feel in my in my life like you don't need to change something that could actually be the golden point of your success like there are hard things in society but yeah. when you come up against them you learn more about yourself like you learn about more about your boundaries you learn how to define yourself and you you step into like a more true version of yourself because of this like contrast and conflict that you keep getting faced yes. with and so I think- why change that thing that's feeding like you to identify a truer version of yourself right and I think you know at the end of it you kind of realize it's not the hardest thing is not figuring out who you want to be or choosing yourself who you want to be the hardest part is remaining that person against society so going Mm. out then saying okay this is me but then people are going to question you and the hardest part is actually sticking to who you are 
with those questions and with the backlash and with the mm. judgment, but staying true to who you are. That's the hardest part. Mm. Do you have an experience in your life that feels like that? Well, I guess with you and your business, right? Yeah. Like it felt, yeah. I'm sure you had like so many doubts, oh, right? Self-doubt for sure. Like, I mean, there were yeah. moments when I was like, <laughs> I mean, I moved back in home with dad, you know? And that in itself, I was like, all my friends are out there, they're getting flats. Like they mm. are so much more successful than me right now. Mm. And it's hard in those moments to kind of see like, oh, but six months down the line, Lorenza, you, you're, you're gonna change. surpass that. Like, yeah. you you know, you, you don't see that when you're in the moment right now mm. all the time. It's hard to try and see the silver lining yeah. when you're in the middle of the thunderstorm kind of thing. Yeah. And, and so I think yeah. that in itself, like, yes, those challenges are like sticking to my business, sticking to it like month after month, going mm. out there, putting myself out mm. there, going and trying to get new clients. Mm. It's scary, you know, but you've got to stick with it. Yeah. And then over time, you start, like, I started to build a reputation and people started to know my name and the business name. And mm. you kind of, you've got to stick with it. That's an experience for sure. You've got to stick with yes. it to actually prove it was a proof to myself yeah. and to my business that it could work. And people around me, I think, as well, yes. had concerns and questions and is this really the right thing to do? Go and get yeah. some experience. You're so mm. young. You can always do this later. Mm. And I was like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this now. And if it doesn't work, then I'll go into a corporate job or corporate mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. you know? Amazing. And I'm sure, like, I never forget Brene Brown says, um, and I hope I don't get this wrong, but, like, fear and bravery feel like the same thing like they are they when you are engaging with bravery it feels like fear so I think yes. lots of people turn away from the thing that they're being brave about in that moment you know like you could have said like no this feels wrong this feels like I'm doing something outrageously backwards yeah in that moment because 100%. it feels like fear yeah but you you stuck through that and i think like I that's this important. Is what i wanted to do yes i mean from when i was in a young girl even and then in grade seven like that entrepreneurship competition and mm. stuff and there were so many points in my life directing me to this mm-hmm. i would have been stupid if i didn't follow my guts and yeah follow that path you and know? also like even going back to what you were saying about you look at other people and they're at a different place yes. okay like it's as simple as just acknowledging their path where yes. they are at it's not where you're at no it's so different but it's theirs and yours is yours and i feel like the more you you want to be where that other person is or do what they are doing what society's doing because you feel unjustified here yeah you are sacrificing what is here yeah. to be worked with yeah and i think we've also got a question like how can we change our minds so that society works for us Mm. you know instead of just working within society how are we going to make society's opinion work for us Mm. i love that again i think it's like that concept of um you know you go up against something that's hard and again it like (laughs) it puts you into a place where you reassess and you got to feel something more you got to feel something different um and you learn more about yourself as you go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I also think, like for me, when, when I say like make society work for us, like I'm going to take the challenges that come with society mm. and I'm going to see it as building myself. I'm mm. not going to see it as, oh, well, that person has that opinion and now I must be hurt and broken because it's different to mine or they don't like what I'm doing. 
you, there comes a point where I think you've got to be okay with the fact that people are going to have different opinions to you mm. and it's not wrong to have a different opinion and stick to your opinion mm. but also use it to like grow your perspective like someone asked me the other day mm. I can't remember how they worded the question but it was about society and the people we surround ourselves with and I just said I want to surround myself with people that have different opinions or different perspectives or whatever it is because that you build, you pull from the people around you to build your perspective. And I think it's so interesting mm. to also surround yourself with people who maybe do have differing opinions because it kind of is a reality check to yours. You yeah. Know, if you're only going to surround yourself with people who have the same opinion as you, yeah. you're going to always think that your opinion is right and you're actually never going to have a chance for yourself to better your opinion or grow your mind. So like, what if there is a better... Like, like you say, yeah, there's a better perspective and yeah. you've always just believed this is the best and you, and you only... believe this version of yourself is the yeah. best because that's what you always allowed yourself to believe. And all the people around you who are not growing and changing. Yeah. Like, and you're just going to remain stagnant. Feeding that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So difference is so important. And it's kind of dangerous to just follow so blindly in, in like in society's mm. perception or opinion. Mm. you know because how are you actually growing yourself if you're just following blindly what if you follow blindly and your whole life you think that this is the person you want to be and whatever and the moment you actually start to question or look outside of this path that everyone is just going down you realize hey there's a whole different side mm. to me a whole different side to life or things there's something else that matters or is more important to me mm. than what society thinks is so important mm. you mm. know that's the other thing right like we almost get prescribed the things that should be important to us yeah like um laurie who's that designer carl lagerfeld oh yes am i pronouncing it correctly uh he was he was the owner of chanel yeah okay so i remember this um when he passed away was it like two years ago i'm not sure there were yeah and I remember there was this picture put up of him and he obviously, like, he had this massive desk just filled with papers, like, just papers and papers and papers. Obviously, like, his life's work or whatever. Yeah. And then there was, like, his cat on top and, like, the odd glass of water. And I remember thinking, like, he has such an amazing, huge success at what he's done, okay, in his life. I don't know a lot about him, so, you know, I don't know the, the details of him, but I just know that he was a success and he was Hugely. revered. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the picture stood out for me, stood out to me. And I think I like saved it on my phone or something because I like the idea of someone being so successful at being them, but having this messy world and like, you know, cause I've so often, like I'm an artist, right? Yes. So I've often felt like a messy person and been felt like okay the mess means you're not successful at being you yeah and I've allowed those messages to like perpetuate and you get told like oh if your living space is messy or your um desk is messy then that's a reflection of your mind okay but I do sort of think it can be at times at times but I'm saying if your art studio let's say is messy but it's like that doesn't mean that no. your mind or your art is going to be messy. That's just the way that you create art. Exactly. Like, it's better for me yeah. to live in the mess in my studio, but it's better for me at home to yes. come home to a clean space. Yes. And that's what I like to tell the young people I work with is that it's okay to have this, like, almost juxtaposed 
version of yourself in your life because they feed into each other like in one area I, I love being messy and like creating and da 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 and in the other part I like simplicity yes. and order and structure yes. but both can coexist and I can be who I want in those spaces yes. and but nobody's going to tell me but doesn't change your perspective doesn't shift when you're in the two different environments well yeah of course it does like Okay, I see what you're saying, like holistically, yes. here you are and you're traveling and then you know how to like <laughs> be in this your space. whole being, your whole mindset doesn't change because now you're in a messy place to being in a clean place. Yeah, I suppose, but... Your opinion isn't going to be different when you're standing in your living room to when you're standing in your art studio, well, what but, I'm saying. But my perspective will be, because, because it's through you're creating my creating pers- Yeah, yeah. But do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying though can you describe if I give more you a question I if, I, if I pose a question to you and you stand in your clean living room and I say um, how do you view society your answer is not going to change when you're in your art studio versus when you're here because you are the same person okay so you talking about you talking about like value systems or structures that you organized within who you are your mindset your opinion those sort of things yes okay but I do want to like sort of be the up I do want to challenge you want to play the devil's advocate well yeah for my own um sake yeah okay because this is something I built I was so intentional about intentional about building when I was living overseas excuse me when I was living overseas okay I loved the fact that I would have these worlds that I could create like I would go into my apartment and paint and like mess my apartment completely. Like I still have pictures of it. There was just mess everywhere. Like stencils, paintbrushes, paint. Yoga mats. Yoga mats. <laughs> no, literally all the forms of me living yeah. were in that space. My table, my couch, whatever. Then I would, so that I, I operated in that space. I felt good. I grooved, I moved. I used to watch Jean-Michel Basquiat talk while I was painting and I was like, ah, okay, this is amazing. What? and operate there then I would go get on my bicycle and go there or I'd I would go into a clean space like I'd go into like a really pristine place like um you know some art museum or an exhibition or go to an academic talk okay and who I was in that space was composed and okay so here's a question for you so all I'm saying is before you ask that question like I liked bouncing between because for me to bounce between meant I could like almost flex the different versions. So I did change. I would change. And I embraced that change because I believe we are multifaceted. And sometimes we're told oh, to be monofaceted. Society yes. sometimes says, you're going to be a teacher, then that's it. That's, yes. that's it. So nine to five, you are that. And then, you know, five to nine... The next day, you're resting in anticipation of going back to that monofaceted version. And I, I cannot operate like that. Because for no, me, then I'm not feeding the different versions. Yeah, but the, the question that I then want to pose to you... Yes. Um, because maybe there's a listener out there that's kind of got the same mindset as you. Yeah. Is how do you find a unison mindset or approach? Because, I mean... You can't completely change who you are. I mean, that could come off as a little bit two-faced. Let me oh, finish my question. I what you're Let saying, me finish though, my just question. Clicked your yes. Thing. How do you find this unison person? Because you need to be able to represent yourself in all those 
places you need to be able to represent who you are and not change so drastically between places mm. do you know what i'm saying yes. how do you find that if you are one person in one place and one person in another so i think okay i'm holding this glass of water so i'm just thinking of the different forms like this water can be liquid it could be ice it could be moisture but all the same it's made up of the same particles so i think it's not about to clarify here like i'm not becoming a different person completely in a different environment i overarching my overarching personhood is the same which is what you said in the Mm -hmm. beginning which now i'm clicking like yes you are the same person but there are different parts within you that are being fed and in one atmosphere i'm ice in the other i'm liquid in the other i'm moisture okay because i see it quite differently yeah in the sense that i'm the same person when i'm in a chaotic space versus when i'm in a neat space like things may like agitate me going into a very messy space and a little bit ocd sometimes Mm. but who i am doesn't change i don't dress differently when i go into that space or i'm not like i don't talk differently or i'm a different person no you know who you are yeah. yeah maybe you'll get a different thought because you're seeing things differently when you're in a messy space or whatever but yeah fundamentally surely you can't change that much otherwise you have no solid perspective yeah but i i think we must be wary of of like allowing ourselves to believe that in order to have a solid perspective we must be unchangeable like i think it's important that we're malleable and i think it's important that we do change and that we we are open to the different parts of ourselves because i still think like if we are true to society we only ever touch like the surface level and imagine living life only on the surface level like you never learn that you might like something else or be different somewhere okay so for me i'm like no i like to access yeah these different parts you know a lot of these things that we challenge ourselves on um and like being in different spaces and doing different things we challenge because they were subconsciously built within us like oh you're a girl you're so pretty and look how smart you are oh you're a boy you're so strong like from when you're from when you're a child yes you know and so you think like i'm in the space i must Mm. look pretty and i must be smart Mm. or i can't be strong and i can't be like Mm. i can't have a big voice and Mm. i can't you know and so then building on like you become one perspective or one opinion because you feel like you should be that because it was subconsciously built within you as yes. you were raised. You know, you know, yeah. not necessarily by your mom or dad, but by the societal perspective. And I mean, let's be honest, most of us have mm. Instagram, Facebook, some form of social media, mm. you out with your friends, you're hearing different perspectives that are gonna kind of guide you and push you mm. in different ways. And so I think it's easy for people to have one perspective or one opinion because yeah. they don't know that it was actually subconsciously built within you. When you're young, you can't stand up and be like, no, I'm a girl, but I don't have to be pretty and smart. I can actually be strong. Yes. You know, you kind of only begin to form that opinion the more you are interacting mm. with other people. And if you're open to hearing those conversations. Yes. So this makes me really passionate because I feel like part of my work here 
is to share this message and especially to women, okay? Because I feel that we want so badly to belong. Like society is about belonging. Like, hey, wear this, look like this, move like this, travel like this, eat like this, okay? Stand like this, whatever. Um, Think like this. Discriminate this, hate this. And so we get the point. But because of that, it's like we want to belong to the collective, but we want to belong to the collective way before we even have the desire to belong to ourselves. And I think we've been taught to unlearn desiring belonging to ourselves because of society so that we can follow this norms so that we can think a certain way like we're easy, we're easy to control when we're just following along our desire is to sacrifice ourselves first in order yes. to belong oh, and not to make someone else happy or yeah please someone else or please a perspective you just keep quiet or you don't say anything yeah or, you know and i also think you know so actually at the end of the day is society kind of something that we refer to and align with or is it just a collective of similar or aligned opinions can it be both can it be this thing that we I align think, to that is also a collective of opinions that I think just sort so of align? yeah definitely definitely yeah. i think you know everyone out there is going to see society differently because some people mm. are leading society and so they're not as impacted or influenced by it. Mm. If you think about they're the big fish in a small pond. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas yeah. some people are more impacted by society than those that are the ones creating the mm. opinion that we follow. Mm. Mm. And I think, imagine, you know, society showed up in someone who was trying to suppress the truest version of you, Right. And I think the closer you are to yourself and understanding yourself, you're able to notice when people are showing up as society or showing up as people who honor the unis in you and that you've committed to you, right? Like, yeah, but also because maybe they've committed to them. And it's also um, like, how much of ourselves are we willing to give to this collective opinion? Because there are parts of me, let's say, that are so different to society's opinion or that I believe I don't want to follow that path. I don't want to follow society's path. Mm. But then there are also parts of me where there is an opinion that society mm. gives or has that I'm mm. like, I can resonate with that. Mm. You know, I can follow that. I can follow that dream. I can, whatever the opinion is. Mm. And so not all of me is jarring to society, you know? No, so but how you've learned how yourself, to use it. Like you've learned yeah, how to And how much work of myself with. is, how much am I willing to be a part of that society or that opinion and how much mm. am I not willing to be a part of another opinion, you know? Yeah, but you're more discerning because you've allowed yourself to go to that empty space where you fill that space with more of who you are. Yeah. Which I love. And yeah. I think kind of to sum it up, mm. realizing that society is a collective of the same opinions or however you want to see society when you realize what society is in your perspective mm. is kind of when you realize that you have a choice about whether you want to go with society or against society. Mm. And is it realizing about society that leads us there or is it realizing about you? Like you realize you exist. 
but I've then been... society shows up as this foreign thing instead of the thing you've always adopted do you know yeah. what I'm saying I think it could be both it could be either you realize something about yourself and then realize oh society doesn't go with that and so you then realize what society is or something happens in society and then you realize mm. I don't go with that you know ah, like something triggers you yeah. and like doesn't sit well and you got to trust that journey right yes and that's yeah. when you realize like now you're breaking away that's your breaking point and then you begin so you become your own breakaway point from this thing that's just been there the whole time yes and it's not going away no it's not going away anyway which actually like as a are we going to spend our lives trying to change that are we just going to learn how to be more of I Me, think who yeah. I am so that I can like grow outside of it or like yeah. and I think the yeah, more that you up. are yourself the more you might inspire others to also and that in itself mm-hmm. becomes maybe becomes a societal perspective true you know you might society, society is a collective of opinions yeah yes so, so it's such a diverse yeah Guys, be the dangerous woman who won't just submit. Be the unhonorable woman, woman. guys. Yes. <laughs> find your own honor. Yeah. Find happiness in what you... Yeah. Find honor in, in your perspectives and find honor in who you are. And just who you are mm. is an honorable woman. Thank you to everyone who's joined us on today's episode. We are so happy to have you here with us in this space and we are so excited for next week's episode, Loving Me, Loving You. We talk about all things love, how to feel comfortable and confident in the way that you give love and receive love in a world where everyone gives and receives in a different way. And feel free to message us on any of our socials with what you guys want to hear in next week's episode and we will make sure to get to as many of those questions as possible.